Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, February 1st, 2021. Republican senators head to the White House to meet with President Biden about COVID relief, but their counteroffer is already dead on arrival. We'll discuss that. Plus, President Trump's impeachment defense is more of the same nonsense that got him impeached in the first place. And finally, the Republican divide comes to a head this week. President Biden's first big legislative push of his presidency is this proposed $1.9 trillion rescue package. This is an enormous amount of money that Biden wants to pump into the American economy in response to the COVID crisis. Every time President Biden, or prior to his swearing in, when he was president-elect Biden, or his economic advisors, his now Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the head of his National Economic Council, Brian Deese, every time they've gone before microphones to talk about this package, they have said that the biggest fear here is going too small, not the fear of going too big, economically, fiscally. This is what all of them believe makes the most sense in terms of getting the country back on track. So to have Senator Collins and nine other of her Republican colleagues in the Senate put together a plan that is less than a third the overall price tag that does not include money for state and local governments that is not responsive to the needs that the way Biden sees them at all is a counteroffer that is likely going nowhere. Not even likely. It's not going anywhere. The stakes, obviously, are incredibly high for the American people, many of whom are in dire need at the moment. But politically, the stakes are so high for Joe Biden. This initial legislative push is going to help define the tone and tenor of his presidency going forward, certainly as it relates to its deal-making with Congress. And so while Republicans want to say, well, if he just does Democrats alone, everything he said about unity and bipartisanship is out the window. Maybe, but maybe not. I mean, there will be things down the road that these same 10 Republican senators who are coming to the White House today will want to deal with the White House on, such as infrastructure, as one example. Today is about Joe Biden saying, look, America, I told you I would be open to these conversations. I'm open to bipartisanship as a means of getting to where we want to get to. It's also, and this is probably the most important part today optically, it's also a signal to the moderate Democrats he'll need, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema from Arizona, that he's not just doing Democrat only, that he is open to this notion of bipartisanship. It gives them cover if indeed they join a Democratic-only effort down the road that they're not doing so blindly. Joe Manchin may end up being the most important senator in the Senate to Joe Biden, getting his agenda through going forward in these next two years, which is why the White House-Manchin relationship seems to be off to a testy start when Kamala Harris showed up doing local interviews in West Virginia to sell what she sees as all the good components of this financial relief bill. Well, Joe Manchin was none too pleased that he didn't get a heads up. We're going to try to find a bipartisan pathway forward. I think we need to, but we need to work together. That's not a way of working together what was done. Now, here's what else matters today. With exactly one week to go before his impeachment trial begins, that's his second impeachment trial, Donald Trump has tossed out 
his legal team that he was putting together just last week that was going to defend him in the impeachment trial and is bringing in some new lawyers into the fold. Why? Largely because he doesn't want his legal defense in the impeachment trial to be solely focused on whether or not the trial's constitutional, whether or not you can actually hold a trial for someone who's no longer president. That is not of interest to Donald Trump. What is of interest to Donald Trump is still fighting the fight of the big lie, that somehow this election was rigged, that it wasn't fair, that it was stolen from him, that he didn't actually lose. That is the lie Donald Trump told to the American people for months, and many of his supporters bought into it. And some of them ended up launching an insurrection on the United States Capitol on January 6th that resulted in five people dying. So my question is this. If Donald Trump is committed to a defense in the impeachment trial that is all about retelling some totally made-up lie about an unfair election, are Republican senators going to sit and accept that? We saw in the Rand Paul vote last week, they're all about not dealing with the substance of what Trump did here with the insurrection. They want to deal with the process. But Trump doesn't want to go there. If it's all about Donald Trump and his legal team continuing to spin up conspiracy theories and lies, are all those Republican senators going to sit silently? Because the question becomes, how does that prevent another January 6th from happening again? This is a dangerous road for Donald Trump and the Republicans to head down in this impeachment trial. And finally today, the Republican divide that is going on right now, we've talked about it a bunch here, sort of Liz Cheney Republicans versus Marjorie Taylor Greene Republicans, if you will. That's going to come to a head this week in a couple different ways. One, Kevin McCarthy, the House Republican leader, has promised to have a meeting with Marjorie Taylor Greene this week. We'll see what comes of this meeting, but if he does not strip her of committee assignments, if he does not come up with some form of punishment for her continuing to espouse calls for violence against other members of Congress or continue to put forth her conspiracy theories, this is going to be a headache for the Republicans for the entirety of this Congress. I mean, Democrats, of course, are pouncing, right? Steny Hoyer, the majority leader in the House, said he's giving McCarthy 72 hours to actually deal with the Marjorie Taylor Greene problem or they're going to take this to the floor. We saw Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the Florida congresswoman, Democrat, with two of her colleagues, announced today they want to roll out legislation to go to the floor with that would actually strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments. This, all while Marjorie Taylor Greene touts a very great conversation with Donald Trump over the weekend. He completely supports her. She completely supports him. The flip side of this is Liz Cheney, who, as you know, one of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach the president, she's going before her conference this week on Wednesday when the whole House Republican conference gets together to let them all air their grievances about the fact that their conference chair, Liz Cheney, voted to impeach and how that has enraged many of them and their voters back home. So just think about, at the end of this week, how much more we will know about House Republicans and the Republican Party more broadly in how they deal with Liz Cheney for bucking the party on impeachment and how they deal with conspiracy theorist Marjorie Taylor Greene, QAnon congresswoman, and if she is allowed to keep her power that she has in Congress. We will learn a lot about the state of the Republican Party by the end of this week. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, 
tomorrow, tune in for Citizen by CNN presents What Next America to talk about COVID relief and the state of bipartisanship. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern, RSVP at CNN.com slash Citizen 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.